gateway to the West, St. Louis, Missouri is the subject of episode 86 of The Family Vacationer, and it starts right now. Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny, the go-to podcast for families on the move. Welcome, friends. I'm Rob. And I'm Danny, and this is episode 86 of The Family Vacationer, and we're really glad that you're here with us. Last week, we talked with writer and investigative reporter Claire Tragesser on ways to save money on your next family vacation. I'm not sure there's a more relevant topic right now as prices continue to soar. Be sure to check out that show, and hey, if you don't mind, please hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. And if you really like the podcast, we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show. Today, we're going to take a look at St. Louis, Missouri, the gateway to the West. Things that immediately come to a lot of people's minds when thinking about St. Louis, beer, baseball, and hockey. St. Louis is home to Anheuser-Busch, the St. Louis Cardinals baseball team, and the St. Louis Blues hockey team. But the city is really so much more than that. For one, it's the second largest city in Missouri, but the largest metropolitan area, and that's because the bi-state area extends into Illinois. St. Louis Metro is actually the second largest city in Illinois. Now, before the city was established, it was the regional center of Native American Mississippian culture. And later, once it was established, it was a jumping off point for the famed Lewis and Clark expedition to explore the newly acquired lands in the Louisiana Purchase of 1803. So lots of history and culture in this great Midwestern city. Yeah, and now Rob is going to give us some fun facts about St. Louis, and I'm pretty sure you guys did not know this information. Some fun facts about St. Louis. 7-Up was born here. Hmm. It was actually originally named Bib Label Lithiated Lemon Lime Soda. Good grief. It's a good thing they came up with the uh, shortened version there. <laughs> the ice cream cone first made its debut here, mm -hmm. kind of, depending on who you talk to. But at the World's Fair in 1904, the, Saint, the uh, ice cream cone was, was first introduced to the U.S. That's an important invention. A machine for making peanut butter was Ooh. invented in St. Louis. That's pretty cool. That's even more important. Yeah. And for those of you who suffer from indigestion, Tums hmm. was developed in St. Louis. Right. The first United States kindergarten was started in St. Louis in 1873, and it was the first city to host the modern Olympics. Yes, and here to talk to us about St. Louis is Kat Neville. She's an award-winning creator. She's launched a number of food media platforms during her 20-year career, and today she's the Vice President of Communications for Explore St. Louis, the travel and tourism arm of the region's CVB. In this role, she acts as a liaison between the organization and the media, working to bring recognition and publicity to the region's tourism sector. She has an incredible resume, which includes producer and host of Emmy-nominated and MFK Fisher Prize-winning series Tastemakers, founder and publisher of Feast Magazine, producer and host of Feast TV, a series which won eight regional Emmy Awards, two-time winner of the Lee Enterprises President's Award for Innovation, winner of a 2014 Eddie Award for Feature Writing, Media Person of the Year by the Missouri Restaurant Association, and we could go on and on. Kat, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me today. Thanks for being with us, for sure. Kat, now, I love St. Louis. It's one of my favorite towns in the U.S. But in your mind, what makes St. Louis a family travel destination? St. Louis is incredibly family-friendly. Um, it's easy to get around, um, and... 
it, but really one of the main things that, that makes St. Louis such a great spot for, um, for families is a lot of the attractions, frankly, are free and very easy to access. Um, they're also world-class. It's not that it's inexpensive and maybe not great. It's like, you know, our zoo is free. Our art museum is free. The history museum is free. The science center um, you know, so there are so many ways that families can come to St. Louis and um, and really engage with, you know, these cultural destinations that are, are enriching for kids and parents alike. Well, you know, a lot of a lot of big cities, they have their different neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And so I want to ask you if you could talk about the different neighborhoods that make up St. Louis and, you know, which areas might be of special interest to traveling families. So St. Louis absolutely is a neighborhood. Um, it's a city made of neighborhoods and each one has its own character. So there are some kind of like hip destinations where like if you have teenagers, um, you might want to go to the Grove, for example, where there are a lot of kind of like fun shops. And, um, you know, there's a restaurant called like Grace Meat and Three where you can go and have fried chicken and all this kind of stuff. So there for teenagers, um, I think the Grove would be great. But when you have younger ones, um, Forest Park is not a neighborhood, but it is absolutely a destination for um, for St. Louis. And it is surrounded by uh, the Central West End, by Clayton. And so if you're staying in one of those areas, Forest Park is really, really close. And that's where the zoo is located. That is also where the art museum um, and the, one of the restaurants that I would recommend, the Boathouse, is right there on a, a lake where you can actually rent paddle boards or paddle boats, sorry, and kind of go out onto the lake with your kids, which is super fun. Um, and so as far as neighborhoods, uh, I would also say that Kirkwood would be a great spot for families because that's where the Magic House is located. Um, mm. And so that, you know, there are a lot of like really great um restaurants that are family friendly, uh, like, and then there's also the Kirkwood farmer's market and the train runs right through town. So I think there's a, there's a lot, um, for families in that neighborhood as well. Now, Forest Park, you just got an award from, was it USA Today? The number one city park in the country? Yeah. It's larger than Forest Park. It is, um, it is absolutely beautifully maintained and it's huge. Um, it has two golf courses and I've already mentioned all of the other attractions, um, but it's a wonderful, uh, you know, place just to wander. There are so many trails that you can take and just enjoy, um, you know, being in this kind of, you know, this oasis of, uh, of trees and greenery right in the middle of the heart of St. Louis. Wow. Wow. Well, we're going to put you on the spot a couple of times mm-hmm. here, and this is one of them. Okay. So, and, and this kind of is a good segue into this. So what would you consider to be the, the five most popular activities for families in St. Louis? And then maybe two or three that if you're just hitting the highlights that you might miss. So obviously the arch. I mean, the arch is a wonder of mid-century um, architecture and design. It is the tallest monument in the entire country. And it is also the smallest national park. A lot of folks don't realize that it is a national park. Um, it, the entrance to the arch was just redone. And one of the things that I think is great for families, yes, going up to the top of the arch is cool. You get inside of this like Star Trek pod kind of a thing that I'm <laughs> sure the kids will, you know, kids love it. Um, but there's right. also a, a really fantastic museum um, that is on kind of the lower level that um, I think is 
is a, a really great history lesson for kids and understanding kind of that westward expansion of the United States and you know what all the all of the different pieces that surround that. So I think that is obviously it's the arch. It's St. Louis. You have to go to the arch. Right. So you you ride up there, right? You yes, you do ride. So what you do is it's called a tram and you go into, it is literally a pod. It's kind of shaped like a lozenge and there are five tiny little chairs. And if you're a tall person, you're probably going to hit your head, um, you know, at the top. Like I actually went up there just a couple weeks ago with a group of, uh, of German travel planners and a couple of them were very tall. And so they were kind of like hunched over a little bit. And the experience is really interesting because it kind of like does like a ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk as it goes up the leg of the arch and it's four minutes to get to the top. And then you obviously have a chance to get out and, and take a look. And when you're at the top, the uh, the arch actually sways a little oh. bit in the breeze, oh. which um, can be a little bit disconcerting, uh, but it's still cool. Uh, and then it's like three minutes on the way down. So it's a really, really fun um, experience. And then when you're at the arch, they also have riverboat excursions. So if you wanted to take, it's like an hour long um, journey along the river so that you can kind of have a different vantage point of the city. Um, and yeah. then there also are uh, helicopter tours, which is really fun. Along with the arch uh, in the downtown area, which has a very high concentration of attractions, um, City Museum is a can't miss. It is completely unique. I've never seen anything else like it in the country. Um, it is Bob Castley is the gentleman who, who created City Museum. And it's like the mind of an artist has been kind of turned inside out. Mm -hmm. And it's great for parents and for kids. Kids can climb in the Monstro City, um, like up to a decommissioned airplane. There's a, a school bus that like hangs off the side of one of the buildings. I mean, it's, it's, it's a completely um, creative and immersive space. And it's great for moms and dads too, because there's a bar on every level. So you can send the kids out <laughs> to go climbing around inside of the, the intestines of a whale and you can go get yourself a, a beer. Um, it, it, it really looks amazing. It, I, and um, can parents actually go on, on the playground asking for a friend? Oh uh, yeah. That I would do that. But. Highly <laughs> encouraged. I mean, every time that I'm there, they have like a 10 foot slide. Every time that I'm there, the kids are playing, but the adults are playing too. It is, a, it is a ton of fun. It looks crazy. Cool. I, I like, I love that. That's awesome. Good. Um, so another one is um, the zoo. I mean, the zoo for sure is great for kids. It's free and open to the public. So um, it's highly accessible for um, anyone who's coming to visit St. Louis. There are some paid attractions inside of the zoo, but the vast majority of the zoo is just available for folks to come in and, and just wander at your leisure. And from polar bears to gorillas to penguins, um, you know, to cheetahs. I mean, there's like every kind of animal um, that you want to see is there. It's, it's absolutely spectacular. Um, another spot that is a can't miss if you have little ones, the magic house in Kirkwood is, mm. is just so much fun. It's an, it's a 19th century Victorian home that has just been turned into this wonderful children's museum everything from like a replica of the Oval Office. So you can pretend to be the president um, to, you know, like a pretend town, all these different ways for kids to kind of make believe and play. 
But for older kids um, or for kids who are kind of interested in STEM activities, there's actually mm. a new extension of the Magic House called Made for Kids. And so it's a maker space. And so they um, kids can come in and design objects and then have them printed on a 3D printer while they wait. Kids oh, cool. can wow. stop yeah. action animation films. Um, they can learn how to make pottery. They There are so many different ways that they can get hands-on and learn um, skills and really express their creativity. It, it's a wonderful new space. And that is um, uh, in what's called the Loop uh, neighborhood of, of St. Louis. Yeah. So um, another one that's can't miss is Grant's Farm. Um, it is one of the uh, kind of like really interactive, fun um, places where, you know, you can go and you can interact with uh, farm animals and, you know, take a tram trolley ride. You know, the parents can have a beer and uh, and, you know, the, there's also uh uh, Clydesdales there from Anheuser-Busch. Um, and so it's just this wonderful kind of really fun um, kind of like petting zoo essentially for kids. And so Grant's Farm for sure. So that's kind of like my top five. I'd say the Arch, the Zoo, the City Museum, Magic House, Grant's Farm. Um, but there are obviously lots of other things for kids and families to do. And one um, that I think sometimes gets left off the radar is a place called the Butterfly House. Um, it's run by the Missouri Botanical Garden, which is another wonderful place for kids. Um, but the Butterfly House literally is this like humongous greenhouse that is filled with thousands of butterflies. And there are lots of bug exhibits, um, you know, where you can see like the, the butterflies in their chrysalis and other kinds of bugs. That's but cool. being in this like massive greenhouse with, you know, these multicolored butterflies flitting all around you. It is magical and yeah. little kids absolutely adore it. It's, it's really sure. a lot of fun. And kind of along those lines, um, we also have in Eureka, Missouri, which is very close to St. Louis. It's like maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes outside of the city. Um, the Endangered Wolf Center, uh, which they're working to help to save uh, Mexican and red wolves. And they have tours. You can interact with, you, know, you can't touch them, but you can interact uh, you know, with these incredible animals. And it's a really unique and special experience. So, um, you know, I think that that's something that the kids will just like light up their imaginations, um, something really unique and different to do. But again, kind of off the radar because it's not one of those really big, you know, things like the city museum or the arch, but it's definitely worth a, a stop. So I want to ask you about festivals. What yes. are the important festivals that may interest families in St. Louis? You know, St. Louis... Throughout the year, we have tons of great festivals, but for families in particular, um, actually, we have one coming up. It is the it's Fair St. Louis. It is America's birthday party. Um, the There's a massive firework display that is like right underneath the arch. So it like glimmers off of the Missouri River. And there's wow. a huge festival um, leading like a couple of days leading up to the actual 4th of July fireworks with parades and lots of food and bands. It's super fun. Um, and then but beyond that, in September, there's the Forest Park Balloon Race, which is just 
spectacularly beautiful and it's huge. There are dozens and dozens of these balloons that set themselves up in Forest Park like the night before and then they do the balloon glow. Um, so you can come and bring a picnic and sit with your family. Kids can kind of like wander in and among these these humongous balloons that are lighting up the night sky. It is um, it's a perennial favorite in St. Louis. Um, there's also at the Missouri Botanical Gardens, um, there's the Whitaker Jazz Festival, which when you hear jazz festival, it doesn't sound very family friendly, but it is a St. Louis tradition to grab a picnic and um, and grab your chairs or a blanket and just kind of, and it's free and just go to the Whitaker Music Festival and plop yourself down. Um, and you they do have kind of a stage area, but you can also um, just kind of like, sit anywhere really in the botanical gardens and kids are running around during the concert and just having fun, whooping it up, jumping in the fountains. Um, so that is really a, a family friendly, can't miss experience um, in the evening. Uh, and along those lines, uh, for kids who might be a little bit more into culture, um, we have a Shakespeare festival that is also free. Um, that is in Forest Park, and it is May and June every year. Uh, it's essentially right across the, the, the street from the Art Museum in Shakespeare's Glen. It's been going on for more than a decade, and this year it's much ado about nothing that they're putting on. Um, so that is, is wonderful as well. And the last one that I would say is um, Circus Flora is something that happens every year. There's a big top in Grand Center, and um, it is so much fun. It's like it's the all these acrobat troops and everything, everything kind of follows a different storyline. Um, but for so for kids who want to see a really amazing show, Circus Flora should definitely be on the list. That sounds great. Yeah. So we, we love talking about the local food scene. And yeah. actually, mm -hmm. in doing research for St. Louis, I've been there many times, but you always learn something new when you do research on a city. Evidently, you folks in St. Louis consume more barbecue sauce per person than anywhere else in the U.S. I don't know what that's about, but talk to us about the food scene in St. Louis. Well, St. Louis is very well known for barbecue. And the style of barbecue sauce that you're talking about is kind of a thick tomato-based kind of sweet sauce. So essentially, have you ever heard of a pork steak before? Yes. Okay. Well, you're you're one of the few who's not from St. Louis who has heard of a pork steak. It's actually a cut from the pork shoulder. Um, and so everybody in, you know, likes to barbecue their pork, you know, pork steaks. Um, and even a few restaurants have them on the menu. But St. Louis is very well known for barbecue, sugar fire, pappies, salt and smoke. There are so many great places. Um, and, you know, beyond that, um, as far as places that are very family friendly, um, there is a place called High Point, which they have a bunch of different locations in St. Louis, and they have amazing, super fun, over-the-top burgers and really great fries, um, you know, really, uh, really like tongue-in-cheek in the way that they put everything together. So a really fun <laughs> spot uh, for the family. Um, at Union Station, there is a spot called the Soda Fountain. 
and they specialize in soda fountain fair, but they do those massive freak shakes. So it's like the big shakes with like the sprinkles and there might be a slice of pie on top, maybe some cookies, mm. like really, really fun. Um, in the loop, which I mentioned before, there's a place called Fitz's and they make their own root beer and they have a huge menu. So something for everybody, like American favorites. Um, but really you go for the, um, the made on location root beer, root beer floats. Um, I mentioned earlier the boathouse. It's a really family friendly. And like I said, it's like right there on the water in the middle of Forest Park. Um, so it's a great spot for kids to be able to run around and, and have a good time. Um, but the one place that you cannot miss when you come to St. Louis is Ted Drew's. And okay. so it actually uh, is right along old Route 66. And it's been around since like the 20s. And um, it's a it's a St. Louis locals. They will stand in line for an hour in the summer to get their hands on one of these concretes that famously, um, when the folks hand you the concrete, they do it upside down so you can see just how thick it is. And there are so many different flavors. And it's just a fun, really, really fun um, tradition here in St. Louis. So families will drive and they park their car, they go and they get their concretes. And then they'll usually like, you know, kind of like sit on the trunk or, you know, just, they just go back into the parking lot because there's nowhere to sit. And it's just a stand and you walk up and get your concrete and then just hang out with the family in the parking lot. It's really, really fun. That's awesome. We always tell folks the locals are the best source of information. So if you see, local folks standing in line like that you know that's a place you want to go that's right that's exactly right yeah i want to ask you what is new in st louis in 22 and any places or activities opening in 23 that may interest our traveling families well uh so our new soccer stadium is right in the middle of being built and so st louis city sc is going to debut um, actually in the spring of 2023. So that is definitely a, a must visit. Um, you know, and the arch, obviously I mentioned that the, the, uh, museum has been completely redone. So that's something that is not to be missed. Um, and just in the past couple of years, we have a new wheel, um, and a new aquarium at Union Station. Totally great for the families. That's in the same um, complex where you have that soda fountain restaurant. So you could stop, um, you know, get something, you know, fun to eat and then ride the wheel, which goes 200 feet up into the air in these kind of like air conditioned um there aren't pods like at the arch. This is a real kind of like a, a very comfortable and relatively large um, you know, I don't even know what they call like a basket, um, but it's totally enclosed. And then the aquarium is is a really wonderful addition to St. Louis. Um, you know, they have they have sharks and they have all that kind of like ocean going, um, you know, animals. But they also have a really interesting exhibit that is about rivers because St. Louis obviously is located at the confluence of the Mississippi and the Missouri. And it's a right. big part of what defines the city, the culture of the city, the history of the city. And so the aquarium has a really nice um, exhibition that um, that showcases that. So if you haven't been to St. Louis lately, those are definitely some some um, some highlights. You know, and, and another thing mentioning the river, a lot of people when they think about cruising, 
they don't consider river cruises, but I know St. Louis is one of the stops on on a river cruise on the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, those look fantastic. Absolutely. And actually Viking is launching yep. river cruises as well. There are, there are a number of different river cruise companies that, um, that stop here in St. Louis. But what I would say, and this would be great for families, we actually have um, a company called Paddle STL, and they do canoe trips of the, of the uh, Mississippi River and the Missouri River. And so, you know, if you have um, like a little bit older kids that, uh, that would, that would kind of have fun with that kind of, of an adventure kind of being outside and a little bit more active, that would be a terrific thing for the family to do. And there's also, speaking of uh, getting, getting physical, um, there is a climbing wall uh, in essentially in Lafayette Square um, called uh, so ill because um, it's like Southern Illinois um, and like they're partnered with Jason Momoa and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's pretty crazy, but they have this wonderful climbing wall that again, big kids I think would really have a fun time, a fun time tackling. Definitely. Yeah. Well, it's, it's impossible for me to talk about St. Louis without talking about baseball. Yes. Um, Cause I, I've grown up a baseball fan Bush stadium. I have to tell you one of my, so I grew up, um, uh, when I went to college and they, they pretty much kind of got us out of the habit of asking for autographs. I went for a music business and that, that was the whole thing. You can't ask for autographs. But one of my starstruck moments, I was at the old Bush Stadium and this big stretch limo wheels in and Tom Arnold pops out <laughs> of all people. All right. And I was, you know, so I in my head, I'm like, I can't ask for his autograph. But the person I was with kind of drugged me over. And he was great. That was that was one of my all time favorite, you know, baseball memories. And it's of Tom Arnold of all people. But but Bush <laughs> Stadium. And I tell people, even if you don't like baseball, you have to take yeah. a baseball game in yeah. at Bush Stadium. So can you talk about what the game day experience is like? It is so much fun. People in St. Louis love the Cardinals. They this is yeah. definitely a sports city. And you can feel the energy. Um, I mean, and, and a couple of hours up leading up to the game, people start arriving. We have this wonderful development called Ballpark Village that surrounds right. the stadium. Um, and there's a great barbecue, local barbecue spot called Salt and Smoke that is there. There's um, Drunken Fish, which has like really fun, like sushi and stuff like that. Um, there's always live music out there. Um, lots of like bars and shops and, and ways that you can um, just kind of, you know, spend some time and hang out with family and friends, even if you don't have tickets to the game. And there's right. an area where you can go inside and they project the game onto these massive screens. Um, but if you are lucky enough to have a ticket, uh, I mean, the experience of St. Louis baseball, um, I actually had the opportunity to get behind the scenes just a few weeks ago. And I mean, they have activations throughout the stadium. So not only is the game itself so much fun to watch, but, you know, they have theme nights almost all the time. And, you know, there are, you know, there are the the guys who walk up and down, um, you know, selling things in the stands. There is um, a gentleman, his name is Todd, um, but he goes by that one guy and he like runs around the stadium doing like different contests and, um, you know, trivia and all this kind of stuff. And it's just, it's just really, really fun and joyful um, way to spend an afternoon or an evening. I just, I can't tell you um, enough how, how lovely um, the, the, 
watching baseball in St. Louis is like I said, even if you don't care about sports that much, just the experience of it, it's just a big um, community kind of immersive experience. It's a lot of fun. Well, and the, and the fans are so passionate about baseball too. You you can't, even if you're not one of those people that likes baseball, it kind of, kind of bleeds off onto you just being around the folks. And I, I didn't mean to, I'm not a hockey fan, but I know you take hockey pretty seriously in St. Louis as well. Yes, we do. Um, as you know, a couple of years ago, we won the Stanley Cup, and that's the Blues. Right. And so they play um, there at the Enterprise Center, which is really just a few blocks from Bush Stadium. So, you know, sometimes the Blues and the Cardinals are playing on the same night, and you cannot imagine wow. what it's like downtown. <laughs> it is crazy. And when the Blues did win the Stanley Cup, the city just went bananas and I went to the parade um, and it was so fun because, I mean, I've never seen so many people in downtown St. Louis. I mean, it was 40 or 50 people deep for miles long along the, um, the, the parade route and the guys, uh, the hockey players were so thrilled to have won that it took them literally hours to get down to the arch grounds for the celebration because they kept stopping to shake everybody's hands and celebrate. It was, it, it's just, it was just amazing. All right. So I want to get a little bit personal now again, Okay. we want to ask you about your personal favorite parts of town and your favorite list of things to do and places to eat. Well, um, let me tell you. So I really (laughs) love, I mean, we've mentioned Forest Park. Um, It's not a neighborhood, but I really, I really do enjoy going to Forest Park. Um, I would also say that uh, the Grove is really an up and coming neighborhood. It's very close to the Hill, which a lot of folks who are familiar with St. Louis might have heard of the Hill. Um, It's uh, kind of like the Italian neighborhood where there are lots of great Italian restaurants and shops. But so the Grove Um, just recently kind of exploded. Urban Chestnut, which is an amazing local craft brewery in St. Louis, has an incredible beer scene. Um, They kind of anchor one end, and then there is this wonderful development on the other end of the street. And, you know, in between the two are shops and bars and um, tons and tons of restaurants. Um, So I would say for sure, um, when if you're in the Grove, Definitely seek out Urban Chestnut Brewing Company. Um, They have fantastic beer. Um, They also have a really terrific, um, uh, like European style, German style menu. So they're, and and they also have amazing pizza, believe it or not. They Mm. do this almost New York style pizza, but it's almost a Neapolitan style crust. It's, It's really, really good. And kind of across the street from that is a bar called Platypus. Um, which is a weird name, but it's a great bar. Um, they have uh, just really interesting cocktails. Um, and there are just a number of, of great dining options along the, uh, the road. And Layla is a, is a terrific kind of Mediterranean restaurant. Grace Meat and Three has Southern style food. Chow Bon has Thai food. I mean, you can kind of eat um, your way uh, around the world in the Grove. And speaking of... Um, South Grand is another really great um, neighborhood for dining. Um, it is known as an international dining destination. You can have Japanese, African, Italian, Indian, Thai, all of these different types of food you can have along the South Grand um, stretch. And that's really close to Tower Grove Park. 
um, which is where like the Tower Grove Farmers Market is located. And that whole area is just beautiful. Tower Grove um, Park was built in the 19th century. And it's really distinguished by these beautiful um, wooden pavilions that are painted these bright colors. It's absolutely lovely. And there's this great fountain right in the middle of the park um, that is absolutely worth um, worth stopping by. Um, I also really love the Central West End. It feels very cosmopolitan. Um, it's, it's very close to like WashU and um, all the hospital uh, developments that are, are right there. So, so Children's Hospital, BJC. And so it's this really um, kind of like dense neighborhood that um, has everything from, you know, bookstores and record stores to tons of restaurants. And um, it, when you're in the Central West End, brasserie is a must stop. So um, uh, Gerard Kraft is one of our James Beard award-winning chefs. And that is just a perennial favorite. It's this wonderful um, French bistro. Um, and then if you're looking for a great cocktail, I would say Brennan's is uh, definitely a place to go. They have some of the best cocktails that I've, I've had um, uh, really at, at Brennan's. Highly recommend it. And that's also um, the Central West End is home to the World Chess Hall of Fame. A lot of folks don't realize that St. Louis is, uh, is a chess mecca. And um, I didn't know that. Around the world. I didn't either. I know people from around the world come to play competitive chess in St. Louis. So grandmasters are here um, pretty consistently, which which is really um, something that you would never think of. But it's right there in the central West End. Yeah. Well, as I mentioned, St. Louis is one of my favorite, favorite towns in the U.S. So for more information on visiting St. Louis, consult your travel agent and visit ExploreStLouis.com. That's ExploreStLouis.com. Kat, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thanks, guys. Hey, everyone. If you're ready to plan your next family vacation, call my dad. He would love to help you as a certified travel agent. He never charges a fee to help you plan your vacation. Email him at rjones at starstufftravel.com. Get started planning your vacation today. That does it for this week's show. Next week should be a fun one. We're going to be talking to CEO and founder of BabyQuip, Fran Meyer, about her company and how renting the baby gear can make packing a lot lighter and benefit traveling families. We'll see you next time, friends. Thank you for listening to The Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.